Hello everyone, this is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to the October edition of One Month to a More Effective Compliance Program. This is the only monthly compliance program focusing on a different subject, taking a deep dive so that it will help you have a more effective compliance program. This month, I will be talking about One Month to More Effective Compliance for Business Ventures. But first, a word from this month's sponsor, the Volkoff Law Group. Hi, I'm Mike Volkoff of the Volkoff Law Group and proud sponsor of this month's podcast series. The Volkoff Law Group believes that every company should have a robust ethics and compliance program. Experience and research show that ethical companies are better performers in the global marketplace. At ethical companies, employees believe in the company, they feel vested in the company, and are more productive. As a result, misconduct rates are much lower and financial performance is higher. We can help you achieve these benefits through an effective ethics and compliance program. The Volkoff Law Group specializes in corporate compliance, internal investigations, and white-collar defense. We are your partners in our joint mission of building an effective ethical culture for your company. Our 10 years experience shows that business cultures can change. We are committed to work with you to achieve an ethical culture in your company. We address your company's anti-corruption, antitrust, trade and sanctions, anti-money laundering, and other regulatory and legal risks. We do this through practical guidance that your company can easily implement. You can learn more about our commitment to effective ethics and compliance programs at our website, www.volkofflaw.com, our award-winning blog, Corruption, Crime, and Compliance, and our new podcast series of the same name. You can contact me at my email address, mvolkoff at volkofflaw.com. Let us know how we can help you achieve your goals. Thank you, Michael. In this month's series, we will take a look at the role of compliance in mergers and acquisitions, the role of compliance in joint ventures, in joint venture agreements, distributorships, franchises, teaming agreements, partnerships, as well as other types of business relationships. At the end of October, you have an excellent grounding in what you need to do for a business venture under the FCPA. My one-month series of One Month to a More Effective Compliance Program running through 2017 is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Day three, why engage in pre-acquisition due diligence? Why should a company engage in pre-acquisition due diligence in the mergers and acquisition context? Certainly compliance with anti-corruption laws such as the FCPA or the UK Bribery Act is a good starting point. However, there are other reasons that were laid out by Transparency International in a white paper entitled Anti-Bribery Guidance for Transactions. There are greater forces driving compliance and simply compliance with uh, anti-corruption laws such as the FCPA. Obviously, it's a business business response to a legal problem. A company engaging in international acquisitions should also strive to avoid the potential financial financial and reputational damage that may come from investing in or purchasing a company associated with bribery or corruption. Some of the specific consequences where investments have been made in a company which has a history of bribery and corruption include 
Both the target company and the acquiring company may place themselves and the respective board of directors at risk of criminal or civil fines and penalties. We saw that in the Latin Node case. The market value of the target company may be overstated and hence damaged <coughs> the overall financial position of the acquiring company. Conversely, such conduct may diminish the asset value and returns for a target company. We saw that both in Syncor and Latin Node. The business instability brought on by such conduct, this can include imported business deals where both sides work long and hard, only to have the transaction fall apart near the end of the process, obviously Titan and Lockheed. The acquired business may simply not be dysfunctional, but acquiring such a business may also introduce a culture into the acquiring company, which will negatively impact it and bring about employee demotivation, particularly around compliance. Even if there are no criminal actions brought against the target or acquiring company employees, there can be a long period of disruption due to lengthy and costly investigations and the attendant reputational damage. So what are some of the positive benefits from an appropriate pre-acquisition due diligence? Well, management has a quality indicator which will assess positive qualities of the target company, including the quality of the company's management and its overall systems, including books and records. The evidence from due diligence is an indicator of overall management quality. Of course, there's the mitigation benefits if bribery if a bribery incident is discovered. For instance, under the UK Bribery Act, if a company has adequate procedures, i.e. a target, it may uh, and an acquirer, it may have a defense to a claim of the violation of the act. Certainly under the FCPA, evidence of a best practices compliance program can be uh, mi- used in mitigation of any alleged FCPA violations. And here you can think of 10 hallmarks of an effective compliance program. Reputational gain, which an acquiring company may be able to obtain with regulators or investors if they can show integrity and responsibility during the due diligence process. Lastly, an acquiring company can go a long way in meeting investor expectations in environmental social governance risk, i.e. ESG risks, which can include corruption and bribery during M&A transactions. So what are some of the things that you should begin with in your exploration of pre-acquisition due diligence? Well, has bribery traditionally taken place in the market, in the country, or in the company? Two, is it possible or likely that bribery is currently taking place? And if so, how widespread is it likely to be? Does the target company have in place an adequate compliance program? to prevent bribery and corruption. What will be the likely impact if bribery were discovered after the transaction occurred? Financial, legal, or reputational risk can have significant impact on the valuation or a transaction or even its desirability. The factors listed herein provide the compliance practitioner with strong ammunition when confronted with management which fails to understand the need for robust due diligence in mergers and acquisitions. The market reasons for engaging in appropriate uh, pre-acquisition due diligence are the real reason to do this, not simply to comply with the law. And if you think about it in terms of what the Department of Justice wants from the 2017 Evaluation of Corporate 
compliance programs, it's the operationalization of your compliance program. And this includes in the M&A context. So what are today's three key takeaways? Well, I hope that there, number one, I hope there's an understanding that there are numerous legal and business reasons to engage in anti-corruption due diligence in the M&A space in the pre-acquisition phase. Two, environmental, social, and governance risks can present significant corruption risks in emerging markets. And three, in the written text uh, that accompanies this podcast, you will find a <clears throat> chart layout where I break down the legal, financial, and reputational risk into high, medium, and low and explain how you can use this chart for communications with your senior management. This is Tom Fox. I hope you've enjoyed day three of one month to more effective compliance for business ventures. And I hope you will join me tomorrow for day four. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode of one month to more effective compliance for business ventures. And I hope you will join me again. If you have listened to this podcast on iTunes, I would greatly appreciate it if you would rate the podcast as it would help in our rankings and help get the word out about the only daily podcast which will bring you a more effective compliance program. If you have any questions, you can email me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. Once again, thanks to this month's sponsor, Mike Volkoff at the Volkoff Law Group. The podcast series, One Month to a More Effective Compliance Program, is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Please join us again. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.